Hello, my lovelies, and welcome to another episode of Cerberus. It's another fine, beautiful, rainy Thursday here in Florida, and I hope everyone's had a lovely week and is doing well. This week, I, um, I'm going to be honest, I didn't really think that much about my show this week because I was so focused on being back to work officially, like in the office again today. Well, I shouldn't say today, yesterday was the first day back. And it's such a strange difference being around people when you've been separated from people for so long. And it was just... It was really nice to see everyone around the office again and, you know, see all the people that you become friendly with when you work with them and, you know, people that you've missed and just that camaraderie of the people that you work with. Now, that doesn't mean I would not love, absolutely love to work from home because now my poor pup is alone and he's never been a single pup before. He's always had Charlie. Charlie has always been in his life. Um, Armand is 12 now. And before Charlie left us, we had another cat named Izzy. And she left us a few years back. And um, at the time, I was still with my ex. And we got another cat named Phoenix. And Phoenix was a handful, but he was friends with Armand. And so Armand had to adjust to life without Phoenix when I moved out. And now I was having to adjust to life being the only pet, the only baby in the house. I don't like to really call them my pets. They're my children. They really and truly are. Like, with the idea of possibly not being able to have children put on me when I was younger, they really truly became my babies. And so I would love to work from home just to stay home with them. But that's not always a viable option. But it was very nice to be back in the land of the living. Um, and so I, I will admit that I didn't have as much thought put into today's episode as maybe I should have. But something that happened today that actually brought me a lot of joy is um, I went and picked up a friend of mine and we decided we were going to have sushi for dinner. I have a favorite sushi restaurant. Well, it's my favorite restaurant just in general. I'm not a person that generally has solid favorites of anything. Um, You ask me what's my favorite color, I'll tell you purple. But it's certain shades of purple, just like certain shades of blue, you know? Some days, blue will be more preferable, or teal. If you look at my wardrobe, it's mostly black, teal, blue, um, a little bit of green, yellow, and that's about it. And I, I honestly don't own much that's purple. A little bit here and there, but purple would be what I would consider my favorite color. I don't have a favorite movie. I have several favorite movies. Um, I don't have, like, a favorite food, per se. I just have several things that I truly enjoy. So for me to say that this is my favorite restaurant, understand that it is the best restaurant ever. 
place. It's called Bayward Sushi here locally to me. And it has the best sushi I've had in my life. I will bring anyone in my life to this place because if you like sushi or you don't, they still have hibachi things and the best fried rice you will ever have. And yes, that's including my fried rice that I make, which if I do to my own horn, it is fabulous. Um, but this place tops it. I love this place. And so as a celebration of me being allowed out of the house, I went to go get some sushi. Of course, my friend and I, we, um, we always order enough for at least three grown men because <laughs> not only are we always hungry when we get there and we are always starving, we also love to get new things on the menu. We love to try new things, and her more so than me. She always gives me trouble because I will stick with my favorite things. So every time we order one thing that is her favorite, and then one thing that is mine, and my favorite roll on that whole menu, it's a simple roll. It's a spicy octopus roll, and it is phenomenal. But everything on their menu is. And as we're on our way over there, and about to do something that makes me extremely happy, um, which is eat lots and lots of sushi, end up with leftovers, and uh, eat the leftovers later because, oh my goodness, they're so good. The spicy mayo and the soy sauce and the mmm. But on the way over, stop at the stoplight and talking to my friend. And out of the corner of my eye, I see movement. And because I have the attention span of a goldfish, I look to see what the movement is. And it's a gentleman who's dancing in his car. And he sees me look at him. And he made eye contact and started dancing. So, of course, what did I do? I started dancing, too. We started dancing and bopping around. I have no idea what he was listening to. And then he blew me a kiss. So, of course, I blew him a kiss back. And we just became, you know best buddies for five seconds at this red light and it just made me think we impact so many people in our day-to-day -day life and we don't even realize it this lovely gentleman he was just having a time he was enjoying himself and I got so glad and so happy and had a sense of almost euphoria just seeing him being happy and it made me happy and I danced and of course my friend kind of looked at me like I was crazy till I showed her the guy and she couldn't help but laugh and it's just a perfect example of how just being ourselves can make other people happy and can make us happy and I realized that a lot of people in today's day and age they just don't have that joy. Joy is something you feel as a child. It's something that you feel on holidays, when you're with your family, Christmas, opening presents, thinking about Santa Claus, you know, things that you think of as like childlike innocence. But why, since we're adults, why can't we why can't we experience joy the same way? And we do live our day-to-day -day lives. We're busy. We have bills. We have rent. We have everything under the sun that we have to take care of. Our check 
our checks, leave our bank accounts almost as soon as they enter them. We are stressed out. We're tired. We're achy. We are exhausted. And it's just, I hope you, my lovelies, take time out of your lives to find joy. Go for a walk in the woods. Reconnect with nature. Um, dance in your car listening to music. Sing to your steering wheel. Sing in the shower. Please sing in the shower. You're going to have the best acoustics in there. And even if you sing badly, it'll still sound good. Just find something that brings you joy. And for me, I used to sing. I, I miss singing. I don't sing as well as I used to. I obviously get sick quite often, and I have fallen out of practice of using my higher range, and I don't have the same lung capacity that I used to have, but I used to sing all the time. I was in choir from the time, oh, all of my school career, my entire school career, I was in choir, and in the days before I was in school, when I was so young, I sang in the church choir. And when I went to church up until the time that I decided that that wasn't what was for me, I was in the church choirs. I helped to recreate a church choir um, when I was younger and living in Texas. I, I had asked the pastor why there were pews behind him. And he told me it was for choir. And I didn't quite understand what that was, so he explained to me that's where people went to go and sing. So, of course, I decided that that's what I wanted to do. So, one day, I went up there, and I sang from the front of the church, and other people started joining me, and it was wonderful. And that brought me joy, and singing brings me joy. And so, when I drive, I sing especially long distance drives, I will put on something crazy and I will sing to it. Um, it could be something as ridiculous as the I'm Too Sexy song, or it could be something like, I don't know, I listen to a lot of AFI. I love AFI. They're one of my favorites. They actually helped me through a really rough time in my life when I was younger and that music has always, to me, been some of my favorite. Um, it could be musicals. I love musicals. From Hamilton to Funny Girl to The Phantom of the Opera, which is still by far my favorite. At my peak, I could sing every note in that musical with the exception of one. And that was so sad for me. But, uh, I don't have that range anymore. But singing brings me joy. Reading a book brings me joy. In fact, I've been, I rekindled huh, my Kindle uh, Unlimited subscription and have been reading books recently. And because sometimes I forget about reading books. Now, mind you, I do understand that I have one, two, three giant bookcases full of books, the majority of which I have in fact read. 
but there's this lovely little used bookstore down the road from where I live, and if I happen to get there on a Saturday between the hours of 10 and 5, I'm going to leave there with about 20 different books, because they're all a dollar. <laughs> it's dangerous. It's completely dangerous when it comes to books, or when it comes to crystals, um, or when it comes to incense. Those three things, I will blow my entire paycheck and not think twice. Yet, anything else, I will balk at spending $5. It's insane. But those things bring me joy. Books, new crystals that I can feel the wonderful vibration for and just add to the good energy in my home. And incense, of course, it also adds to the good energy in my home that just smells so nice. <sighs> it brings me joy. So I challenge everyone this week to do something that brings you joy. It can be as simple as sitting and watching a bird outside. It doesn't matter. Just do something that makes you happy because we all get so mixed up in the hullabaloo of our everyday lives, our busyness, our work, our social lives, our stress, our anxiety, our depression, we get so mixed up in everything that we forget that we are alive and it is a blessing every morning that you wake up. It is a blessing because you might not wake up tomorrow. I might not wake up tomorrow, but if I do, I'll be grateful for the day that I'm given. I'll look outside and I will thank the goddess for her bounty and I will thank the God for his support and I will move forward with my day and be grateful for the sun and the rain and the plants and the food in my belly and the weather around me and the sun on my shoulders and I will do something each day to bring happiness to myself and if I can to others now tomorrow is Friday those of us who work on Monday through Friday we truly love Fridays because when we get off of work we have two days off for those who don't work on Monday through Friday, it's just another day, I suppose. But it's a beginning for a new day. And every day is a gift. And so do something that brings yourself joy. It's so important to remember the little things in life. Stop and smell the roses. It's important. In fact, scent brings a lot of um, memory to you. If you're ever walking down an aisle, say for instance, at a grocery store, and you smell a specific smell, instantly you're back to wherever it was when you first smelled it. If I walk down the coffee aisle, I smell that freshly ground coffee or, or the coffee beans and I'm six years old again. My dad's making his cup of coffee and giving me a sip. <laughs> to this day, I still like my coffee the way my dad liked it. A little bit of cream, good bit of sugar, and it's delightful. A nice dark roast, if I drink coffee, that is. Coffee gives me the shakes. It makes me feel like my very blood is vibrating in my veins. But when I have a coffee, it's still the same way my dad made it. Because I love it. Or... I make it the way my friends made it when I moved out the first time. And it's super dark roast. 
with some creamer in it, flavored creamer. Delightful. And I'm just brought back to happy times. And so it's just one of those things that kind of brings you back to a certain place. And so that's why, you know, stop and smell the roses is one of those things. You just stop and you enjoy the flowers, the plants, you know? And so in that same vein, there are things that you can smell that'll make you happy to begin with. Um, Citrusy smells will awaken your mind. So like smelling orange peels or lemon or anything like that awakens your mind. Um, Lavender calms your mind. It's, It's a wonderful herb for teas and tinctures you can also put it in in breads and one that I particularly love is brewing it like a tea and putting it in lemonade oh my gracious is that delightful and you use lavender for a lot of different things for calming for um sleep and it's got wonderful properties that, that just helped to ease your mind. Um, medicinal smells like tea tree also kind of tend to awaken the senses. And of course, I know I've spoken about it before, but tea tree oil is antibacterial, antimicrobial. You can use it for a million and one different things. Um, you can especially use it if you have tea tree oil. Now, mind you, never put an oil on your skin without a carrier oil in it. A carrier oil can be olive oil, um, grapeseed oil, um, it can be coconut oil, almond oil, any of those things. And what I mean by carrier oil means it's a soft oil that you're able to put on your skin mixed with the actual essential oil that can irritate your skin in high doses. That's why it's called a carrier oil because it carries the medicinal oil. So tea tree in a carrier oil or in water can cure bacterial infections such as athlete's foot. You soak your feet in water with tea tree oil in it, clears that right up after a while. Um, If you have like an infection in your hand, like bacterial, you can soak it in that same type of water. Um, I've used tea tree oil on certain types of acne. I get stress acne. That's not to say it might help with um, hormonal acne. I don't know if it does or not. I get stress acne, um, and it helps. It does. It dries out the, um, the pore. I've used oil the tea tree oil on um, different wounds that I've had small scrapes and it helps it to heal. Uh, I use it to purify my air. I put it in my um, air purifier. I mean, not air purifier, huh? Humidifier. And it purifies the air. It's a very versatile smell and it's a very versatile um, tool to use. And so just thinking about that and thinking about the different smells that you can use and scent for medicinal purposes as well as for, you know, your mind. <sighs> Just a little tips out there for that. Um, in going 
going forward with, you know, oils and things of that nature, it's important to know that, yes, holistic medicine is very good for your body. It is very good for your soul. But you have to remember that current modern medicine is also important. It's good to have a balance between the two. Um, I actually spoke to a different friend this week, and she was adamant about not taking a specific medicine. And I understand her reasons. There are side effects to everything. There's side effects to drinking a can of soda. There's side effects to everything. And so to be so against a specific type of medicine simply because there's side effects, I can understand her point of view. But also, if that particular medicine helps you with whatever's wrong with you, it is there to help you. Perhaps your brain does not make enough of the chemical that is in that medicine. There's no oil, there's no tincture, there's no herb that can fix everything. Yes, you can do holistic healing. There are herbs out there that can help with so many different things. There are so many different plants out there that can help you. Um, I know I've talked about it before, but mint is one of my favorites. It helps with almost everything in your body, Um, from your stomach to your skin to your teeth to your brain to everything. It, it, It helps with your throat. It helps with being sick. You know, drinking mint tea, using mint oil to deter bugs from getting in your house. Ants hate mint. Um, Planting mint plants to deter bugs and unwanted animals, you know? So, yes, there's a holistic way to help yourself with so many different things. But sometimes you need modern medicine. And it just made me think, you know, like people that are so against it or people that are so for modern medicine, but against holistic healing. I feel that in this world, in this day and age, there's room for both. You need a more holistic approach. It's not always about what pill can I take. Sometimes it's about what can I add to my diet that will help me. For instance, if you're iron deficient, add a lot of green leafy things to your diet, especially spinach. I am a huge fan of spinach. I don't like canned spinach. I'm not Popeye, but fresh spinach on a sandwich in place of lettuce or with your lettuce, um, spinach salads in and of themselves, you know, um, just a huge fan of it. You can cook it on the stove because, again, fresh spinach is so much better than canned. It doesn't have the salt, too. But you can cook it on the stove, let it wilt, and add it to chicken dishes, fish dishes, any of that. It's delightful. You can eat broccoli to help with iron. Eat, um, what else is high in iron? I want to say beets. If I'm correct, um, just different foods that are iron rich. It, it, it helps to boost your levels. 
But at the same time, if you eat all the spinach in the world and you still are iron deficient, take an iron pill. It happens. Modern medicine and holistic medicine can work hand in hand to help you. And it just makes me laugh at how adamant this particular friend is that, you know, they don't trust doctors. And to be completely honest, I have a mild fear of doctors. I've had a lot of bad experiences with them. Doesn't mean they're all bad. Just means that those that I went to were not the best for me. And so it's just a matter of, you know, personal preference, but also you have to remember that you need both. In today's day and age, you you definitely need both. You can't set a bone with lavender and lavender did not cure polio. So it's just a thought, my thought for the day of, you know, things that <sighs> that just come up in my life that I think about. Um, another thing that kind of has come up this week is how good it feels in your home when you clean your home. I... I have a friend where I used to live in Virginia. I love her so dearly. She's a dear, dear, wonderful friend of mine. But she's a little bit of a hoarder. And she doesn't particularly like the clean. And we used to talk about how her home had heavy feel to it. Now she she didn't like that her home had a heavy feel to it, but she didn't know what to do to help it. And she didn't know what to do to kind of get out of that heaviness. And the one thing I told her was, it's because you need to clean your home. You need to get all the old energy out and bring new, better energy in. There's a reason why one of the symbols of a witch is a broom or a besom. And basically, one of the things that you can do to get rid of old energy is to use a sweeping motion. And in cleaning your home, you can imbue your home with better energy. Open a window while you clean so that all that bad energy can go out. Or even if you can, open your door. Open all your doors and windows if you can. Get the bad energy out. Put the good energy in. Use cleaners that won't hurt your body. I am allergic to bleach. Um, It literally burns my skin. So if I'm going to use bleach, I need to use gloves. I much prefer natural cleaners if I can. But some natural cleaners are just as detrimental to you if you don't dilute them properly. So um, I cleaned with um, my friend here. I cleaned my entire house this Sunday. And my home just feels so much lighter and brighter than it did while I was sick. Because it almost created this miasma of sadness and of misery and sickness and opening a window and playing wonderful music burning incense and just cleaning cleaning everything it just adds to the good energy in the home and you have to remember that as you leave and come in every day your energy changes 
as you leave, energy comes out with you. As you come in, energy comes in with you, like air. And if you come into your home in a bad mood, the bad mood comes in with you. And all the bad juju and energy comes in with you. And when you leave, some of your good energy will go with you. And it gets replaced so easily that when you clean, it's best to just have that wonderful feeling as you're doing it, that you're taking away the bad energy and you're bringing in the good. And so now my home just feels so light and airy. Yes, there's still more that I need to do. I need to dust all my bookshelves and rearrange a few things and get rid of some stuff and go through some closets and get rid of what I can. Because when I moved in here, I just, I didn't downsize like I should have. This is a studio apartment. I went from living in a two-bedroom townhouse to a studio apartment. So I still have a lot that I need to get rid of and downsize. But the energy in my home is so much better now after being ill for so long and having cleaned and having someone to help you clean, especially when you're not feeling the best. And it's just so important that you remember to cleanse your space literally and figuratively to cleanse the energy in your home in any way that you can, in any way that you see fit. So that, again, you can have joy in your life. If you have bad energy around, negative energy, you can't have joy. You can't have any good feelings because it will be so heavy. And so, like my friend in Virginia found out, you know, you can't have stagnant energy in your home without feeling heavy, without feeling sad, without feeling down. And so it is just so important to remember to cleanse everything, mind, body, and soul on the regular. Take a bath from time to time. Do something that makes you happy. Keep yourself centered. And um, that's basically it. Now, um, today's music, I know I don't normally tell you who made the music because quite frankly I usually just use something from my Spotify playlist and I do love my Spotify but I wanted to tell y'all since y'all are my dears my loves um, the music that was on today that I truly enjoy is um, made by a buddy of mine um, Fiji uh, Fiji Beats on YouTube and uh, he makes beats. He does a lot of um, Latin music, but you should check him out. He is very talented at what he does. Um, what he sent me to use for today is a little bit more laid back than what he typically does. Um, he does a lot of dance music, a lot of really upbeat music. Um, and so I particularly like his music. I think he's very good. I think he's very talented. And you can find him, Fiji Beats, F-I-G-I Beats, on YouTube, on TikTok, um, so on Instagram, I believe. So I recommend that you find him and you listen to some of his music. It's very good. And, um, of course, as always, if you want to message me, you can email me at CerberusMagic at gmail.com. That's S-E-R-B-E-R-U-S-M-A-G-I-C-K at gmail.com. I will respond. 
Um, if you want to find me on TikTok and see what I'm doing, it's Cerberus Magic. Um, it's oh, not TikTok. That was Twitter. My apologies. If you want to find me on Twitter, it's Cerberus Magic. My TikTok is Cerberus. I'm going to be honest. I don't use my TikTok as often as I should. Um, I want to start making videos and start uh, posting more on there. It's just that, again, life happens and I need to find a moment for peace and mind in order to do that. So the main ways that you can contact me are through email and through Twitter. And of course, you can comment on these as well. Um, but I hope you have a wonderful week. I hope that this is a blessed week for you and that you enjoy your summer. July is over as of this weekend and it starts August. I know that a lot of changes are happening. And I just want everyone to know that there is someone there for you if you need someone to listen to, or someone to listen to you, excuse me, and that I am here for you as well, and that I love you more than all the stars in the sky, and I hope you have a wonderful week.